Hi everyone, I'm Alex. I'm Maggie. And this is Socially Course. The podcast for all things geek, nerd, TV, film and marriage. So, today, coming back after a little bit of a break, um, hopefully you caught our previous episode. This mm-hmm. is now season two, Woo! we're calling it. So, this is episode two. Um, so, today we're going to be talking about the... Mm, Controversial. Yes, that's a good word for Thank it. Uh, announcement of the production of a TV show for Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, which, probably no coincidence that it's coming at the tail end of Game of Thrones ending. Um, you True. Know, uh, so I don't know how much you guys know about this. Um, it's being produced by Amazon, um, who are starting to get their hands at the... So, uh, they're gain a reputation to, for yeah. you know producing they're trying some to TV rival shows. Yeah. Netflix. They really are. Yeah, I mean everyone is now. Yeah. Streaming services are just the, no one's paying for like Sky or Virgin anymore. It's yeah. just it's like straight up streaming services. Um, so yeah, um, we've got a couple facts and figures for you, Maggie. Do you want to? These are just what have been reported. Mm-hmm. These are not confirmed or rebuffed in any way. We're just relaying the information to you. Yeah. So reportedly, Amazon bought the rights. To produce this TV show, so to be able to use the Lord of the Rings franchise for between two hundred and two hundred and fifty million dollars, um, the budget for each season currently reportedly is set at between a hundred and a hundred and fifty million dollars. So quite a big budget. Yeah. I think well, they've, they've got a lot of faith. Though, really. Yeah, because like, they could be like ten episodes. They could be twenty. So, but obviously, Lord of the Rings is quite an epic universe. Um, obviously, the first trilogy, you know, the actual Lord of the Rings trilogy was amazing. Um, the Hobbit was probably a bit of a letdown. Yeah. Um, I, don't get me wrong. I, I'm not ashamed to admit that I actually quite enjoyed The Hobbit. Oh, I enjoyed it. Um, I think the second film was useless. The second film was completely pointless. Mm-hmm. Um, and to be honest, the third one wasn't great. The first one was probably the best for me out of mm. all three Hobbit films. Um, the they they did one, have but... some epic fight scenes in yeah. there, which were just like... Mm-hmm. Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, we, we watched the, the extended edition of The Hobbit not oh, that yeah. long ago. Remember when we saw there was an actual fight between the elves and the dwarves yeah. that wasn't in the, the original cut? I didn't yeah. even know that happened. I didn't know. Um, I'm pretty sure it happened in the book. Yeah. Um, but I didn't know they actually did it in the in the team. Yeah, they, they really went to town on each other. Like, mm. they had ballistas and all sorts. Um, I, yeah. love, I love the way the dwarves dealt with the, the elvish archers. You know, when they fight, yeah, yeah, yeah. spitting, just absolutely decimated the, the yeah. arrows in midair. Anyway. Sorry. Um, so, yeah, it's it's quite an epic universe to yeah. compete with. But the other thing is, is that there is a multi-season commitment. So Amazon are really going ham with this. And apparently there's this whole chance of spin-off. Yeah, so. uh, not much reported than that, apparently. Um I it think is a- Amazon may have mentioned it kind of offhand that there, there may be a chance for a, a spin-off yeah. within the series. But if you don't know, um, when it got announced, a lot of people were thinking that it's just going to be a remake of the films, but yeah, it's, not. it's not. It's it's actually, we just Alex just found out today that it's basically going to be a prequel yeah. to the film trilogy. So basically, either The Hobbit Sorry. era... Yeah. Or before Hobbit, or between Hobbit be, and thingy. I think it's going to be before Hobbit. I think so. Um, I, but when it's a sort of prequel to Lord of the Rings, I think it's probably going to be before Hobbit. Anything to do with the rings or anything? I think yeah. it's going to be more focused on the people. Um, mm-hmm. One of the uh, uh, I read an article that was like you know five storylines it could cover, uh, and one of the ones I quite would have liked would like to see would be Aragorn. Mm. Um, obviously, you know he's. I don't know how much 
anyone knows about like the extended Lord of the Rings universe. I only know so much. Mm. I read the books, uh, but they don't cover a lot. Like obviously before mm-hmm. you know the that yeah. that kind of time happened. Um, most of what I know is from online articles and like the Wikipedia and uh, video games. To be honest, yeah. um, but I'd, I'd like to quite enjoy uh, a young aragon yeah why he why he ran away to be part of the dunedain i mean like i was saying maggie before obviously he did it to get away from his father's shame of being like addicted to the ring and stuff but why he decided to go and be a ranger and what made him such a badass ranger obviously everyone knew who he was yeah like when they were at the pub yeah who's that guy over there it's like oh that's strider yeah where did he get that reputation from and (laughs) where did he learn elvish medicine and all that kind of stuff i think i would like to see a show that has nothing to do with anything we've seen yeah. before. Yeah, because I think then you do have the freedom to mm, do whatever you want. And I think then there's no expectation on what it's going to be. And we have said previously, we have other TV shows where actually, if there was a continuation of a TV show, we'd mm. rather see uh, like it's set in the same universe, but with a completely different storyline. Like and the I Doctor Who spinoff that we talked about yeah. ages ago. The Doctor's That's daughter happening. is now getting her own... T- anyway, yeah. we'll talk about that some other point. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, so it's kind of... I think I would like to see like a complete... I mean, don't get me wrong. I would like to see the origin of Aragorn and what he went through. But I you think there would be a lot of... characters, though. You could do it yeah. with Gimli and Legolas yeah. as well, you know. But I think it, it would be easier for amazon to get the approval of mm. the community if they just went with something different and then they could put their own spin on it they wouldn't have to worry about linking it in with the storyline they wouldn't have to worry about any plot holes um and i think you know us nerds we are very unforgiving when it comes to people wanting to do spin-offs and if they do spin-offs of something that we're familiar with we will let them know when they've made a mistake yeah. so if they go for something that we're not familiar with a storyline that we have nothing to know about like it will be difficult because they would have to put it in the right tone mm. and they'll have to put a lot of research into making sure that it Everything fits matches up yeah. And, yeah but other than that that would be it like as long as they could get the writing correct they could do whatever they want yeah. which I mean, make it I, easier. I think, I mean, Amazon are quite clever about it, mm. um, about TV shows. They know what people are going to want to see, which mm-hmm. is lots of fighting and lots of battles. And, uh, you know, obviously the occasional reference and nod towards Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and things yeah. like that. Um, so, I don't know, maybe they'll do it on the actual first war, you know, mm. between, like, well, evil and good, really. Um, there, You know, there's references made to it in the books and in the, the actual Lord of the Rings trilogy where... Sauron first appeared mm. and then the humans and the elves came together and and I'd like to know you know why the dwarves weren't there mm. and why they weren't there during the second war as well mm. and and all that kind of stuff I'd quite like to see that um just more involving the the other races I guess yeah. of middle earth yeah um why the men of um the south in uh Harad why they were bad you know the guys who used the mm. elephants and stuff um, where you know why they fell under mm. the influence and like Gondor didn't considering they're kind of equidistant from Mordor. Mm. If you, if you um, Google like a map of Middle Earth, you'll know what I mean. Um, Harad Wave is to the south of Mordor, and obviously Gondor is to the west. Mm. Um, and they're kind of equidistant apart. So why they became evil and Gondor and Minas Tirith didn't, but you know, um, I love it. I love it too. <laughs> I know. That's just why you married me. Yeah, I know. Um, I bet there are people who are listening to this and they're really like, really? You know the map off by heart? You're goddamn right I do. So you got the Shire up here, then you... (laughs) 
You've got the mountains, and there's the lonely mountain, and then there's like, you know, anyway. I mean, don't get me wrong. I use the word nerd as a compliment, not an insult. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, um, it came out to mixed reactions. I'll say mixed reactions. It was like 99% negative, negative reactions. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty Amazon. much every has come out and said, this is a blatant cash grab. Yeah, Amazon has a lot to fight. And it is. I mean, it is. Oh, it God, is. yeah. In the age of reboots, fucking yeah, everything is getting rebooted. Yeah, but uh, you know, even uh, John Rhys Davies, who played Gimli, the dwarf, and uh, in the films, uh, came out and said, "Like this, no, this is terrible. Like this is just a terrible idea." But to be fair, he has no right to say that. No, no, no just one. Just because does. he played someone, no one does. Like the only person who I would have respected would have been if Christopher Lee was still alive, because he actually personally knew Tolkien. That's true. Yeah, that's true. And he—that's why he got involved because he loved Tolkien yeah. and his work. But if if he would have said this is a bad idea, I would have been like, yeah, I'm not giving it a shot. But I mean, I don't think anyone has the right right now to say. No. I mean, obviously, yes, it's most likely just a blatant cash grab. Obviously. But you never know, there might be someone at Amazon who was like, look, I really enjoyed Tolkien's work. I really love what he's doing. I'd love to see a story covering this. They then pitched it to uh, Tolkien's foundation and um, New Line Cinema, who did the original trilogy. And they were like, yeah, no, we're on board. Yeah, it it's most likely a cash grab, but you can be cautiously optimistic about these things and say maybe it's maybe it's just a salute to Tolkien. I mean, they, you know, money runs the world, but mm. there is probably a certain degree of, like you say, pitching yeah. to be able to have the rights. Um, and you know, yeah, like you say, it's no coincidence that it's coming at the end of Game of Thrones. It's no coincidence that it's coming at a time when these kinds of things are doing well, like Star Wars. You know, everybody was mm. excited for it. Mm. No, nobody was kind of... Like, there were a few they, negative people, yeah, but... It, that split the community in half, whereas yeah. I think this is mainly 99% people saying this yeah. is really bad. But I think Amazon are thinking cleverly about yeah. this. Like, it is a cash grab, but at the same time, they're thinking cleverly about the audience, you know. Audiences right now do like the medieval fighting yeah. kind yeah. of worlds. They do like things that they can read up on Fantasy. and they have a lot of history. Yeah. Um, Dragons so and trolls why not? And all that kind of stuff. Well, yeah, why exactly. not do it? That's the thing. I mean. And you know, it, it, it gives them, it gives them a big brand even before they started. You know, if they tried to do something from scratch, it wouldn't have worked nearly as fast. Mm. So there's cleverness and there's just knowing where yeah. the money's going to come from. Like I say, being part of the franchise gives you that advantage. Mm-hmm. Of there are There's a dedicated fan base out there and there, there are people who are going to want to watch it and there are people who can help you fact check certain things. But obviously the flip side of that is you're not going to be able to please any, pretty mm-hmm. much anyone, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it it was the same thing when, like, uh, for example, the Warcraft film came out. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they tried too hard to please everyone and in the end mm-hmm. they ended up pleasing no one. Mm-hmm. Um, they probably should have just gone with one yeah. group or the other. Uh, they should have gone with dedicated fans or new people, yeah, and then done it. But they tried to please both, and they completely messed it up. Yeah, which was such a massive shame because mm. it had such potential. Yeah. Um. But anyway, uh, besides the point. But you know, so the fact that they're going with a prequel legacy it gives them a certain freedom to mm. muck about as long as they tie it in with future events and obviously there'll be references to the ring and it you know and all that kind of stuff there will be references and nods in there yeah um oh, what's the guy's name who played elrond uh hugo weaving yes thank you Mr. <laughs> the best guy ever yeah um so underrated he's probably going to be in it 
I would imagine from yeah, time to time is. because elves are immortal. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, they live forever unless they they are killed. Basically, that you know they live forever. Um, so I'm guessing maybe maybe he'll be in it. Mm. Just uh, you know as a passing reference, maybe he'll. Anyway, but if he was the, point, the it's, it's beyond speculation. Kind of narrator of the story that might be, be interesting. Cool. That'd be cool. I'd like to see that. But yeah, like I say, mm. it's it's. Coming up to mostly negative reviews, I'd like, I'm trying to do this more often where I'd like to try and remain cautiously optimistic about mm-hmm. it. I am looking forward to it. I am going to watch it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really hope Amazon do it well. I'd like to think they're trying a little bit harder mm-hmm. than, show, than streaming services like Netflix mm. um, because they're still trying to win people over yeah they're still trying to, to i mean they've got a bit of a fan base already like uh, maggie mentioned this earlier but like mr robot mm. obviously massively successful massively popular uh, and it's made people think twice about amazon now they're like oh okay maybe you can make a good tv mm-hmm. show so i think this is them trying to get a boost mm. from there and say we can do good things let's try and do good things mm-hmm. um like i say you know it's most likely a cash grab and they're still trying to maybe they're trying to undo some of the damage done by the hobbit maybe one person you know who was slightly higher upset when you try and bring people back into the lord of the rings fold you think it did damage i think it did damage really? yeah i mean 90 percent of people who watched the hobbit say it was all terrible really <laughs> yeah see i thought it was quite popular mm. it definitely went the other way with it. everyone just said it was a blatant cash grab which again it probably was um, but it had its enjoyable moments. Mm-hmm. I quite like the scripting was quite poor, but the acting was all right. The effects were obviously really good. Um, and yeah, there, there's a lot to be said about it. Um, but I, like, I'm trying to remain optimistic about the TV show. I'm going to watch yeah. it. I'm going to look forward to it. I'm going to yep. stay on, on track with updates and things like that. We'll keep you guys updated as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, who they're going to cast as who, which storyline it's going to be, what yeah. age it's going to be set in. We'll yeah. go into a bit more of the background of the story. Um, <coughs> we should start doing that, actually. That would be cool. Well, like a series of episodes about yeah, just like a like wider universes behind a lot of things. Mm. Anyway. <laughs> Thinking out loud. Yeah, man. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I, I like the idea, like I say, it's going to be a prequel to everything, so they have a bit more freedom with it. Tolkien never rewrote about anything before... The um, you know the the three films basically. Yeah. He didn't really write anything about that period. Mm-hmm. Um. So we kind of just have to hope that they don't take too much advantage of that mm. and say, "Well, we can basically do anything here." There is that. Ni- it's nice to have that big creative freedom where we can say we can shape the events that led up to this. But he is hoping they don't take yeah. it too far and just absolutely take the mick with it. Yeah. I'm sure they won't. Yeah. Right. Well, <coughs> Sorry. if if they're being as clever as they were attributing them mm. to be, then they wouldn't want to ruin their chances by completely messing up. Yeah, because this could run on forever. Like you know, this could be the main thing for them. Like Game of Thrones has run on for quite a while. I mean, people are willing to wait a year for new like five episodes. That's yeah. it. Like so. And it still has a massive fan base as it did when it first started. Exactly. Given, if anything, it's grown. Yeah. So if Amazon are as clever as we're attributing to them to be right yeah. now, then they have they have to think about the fact that they have to make it good. They have to build up a fan base from the start. They can't afford to 
bring people in in season yeah. two. No, it needs to be good. And it needs to conform. Like, really, if you, if you are a producing company for something like this, you might want to search out, like, really dedicated fans. Yeah, People yeah. who have done podcasts about it, people who have done YouTube channels about it, and bring them in on some of those talks because then you would be able to verify everything. Or you know, bring that, in that, writers who did it. That actually happens more than I thought. Really? Where they actually consult with people who... Have not. Like you say, podcasters and YouTubers and things like that, they actually consult with them quite often. That's good. Which I, I found, yeah, that was actually a really reassuring thing. Yeah. Um, but anyway, sorry. So there, that's what I would do. Yeah. If I was going to, like, bring them in. Because if Amazon wants to make this a really big thing, they should really plan the outline from yeah. the start. Because doing something this complicated, you need to know what the end game is. You need to know how they get to the end game. So you need to know what you're going to be doing because yeah. otherwise you'll lose track. You'll lose, like you'll have um, loopholes and all yeah. of that. So you need to keep consistent with a certain outline. So as long as they run that past someone and that person says, yeah, that makes sense, that would be really good. Like you say, you'd like to think so. You'd like to think Amazon are putting in a lot of effort with a lot of different things at the minute. They're still, tra- like you say, they're still trying to get their streaming service yeah. Almost still trying to get it off the ground yeah. to be able to compete with, you know, Netflix and things like that. Um, so you'd, you'd like to think they put in a bit more effort, to be honest, and do their research, do the work, make sure everything's right, and then launch it. Yeah. And then listen to the feedback. Yeah. If people come back and say, this does, doesn't actually make sense because blah, 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 it would be nice if, you know, they listened to it and thought, okay, yeah. we'll try and work around it mm-hmm. and we'll try and mm-hmm. go with it. Mm-hmm. But... You know, like I say, that's cautious optimism yeah, well. against a massive billion-dollar company who are probably going to start to make money because they know nerds will watch anything. Yeah, but I think we could take advantage of a lot as a community. Yes, but I think you're they're starting to see that even the most dedicated nerds will point out any flaws. We will, but at the end of the day, are we going to do more than that about it? Not really. I know, but <laughs> if if they've invested money, and I feel like, I don't know, I don't know. We could be angrily tweeting at them, saying, ah, oh, the Dooney Time would never have done this, blah, 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 and then Netflix would be like, oh, sorry, you're not enjoying it, and then just carry on anyway, and we'd still watch it. Mm. That's what I mean. I mean, you know. Well, we'll see. There's but, nothing to say right now, really. We don't yeah, know anything yeah, more. Yeah, there's literally no details no. being announced about it. Uh, I, I'm not even sure if it's like 100% done Set. deal yeah mm. um you know the amazon are being very secretive about it they haven't released anything of even hints at clues mm. about what it could be about who's going to be casting it how long it's going to run for blah 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 mm. um so yeah they're being very secretive about it so we'll probably have to revisit this one uh at some point in the future yeah try and keep you guys updated about it uh try and keep ourselves quite updated about it as well mm. try to um kind of stay on track with you know what's yeah. going on really it could be called the Tolkien files it's not going to be called the Tolkien files mainly because he didn't have any well yeah but he might have somewhere notes that they've dug up i'll tell you what would be quite cool if each episode was like a different short story that would be interesting and then like somehow black they mirror all kind of tied in yeah, yeah yeah that's another tv show we need to watch mm. black mirror anyway that relates to the previous podcast anyway. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah but yeah 
So we'll see what happens. Mm-hmm. We'll keep you updated as much as we know. We might have to, if there's a lot of stuff coming out in bits, we might have to just introduce another segment. It's like the Lord of the Rings update. Yeah, just a little update segment every now and again as well, like a five-minute thing. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, so we'll, like I say, we'll, we'll try and keep you guys updated as much as we can. And yeah, we'll let you know what's happening. Yeah. And, oh God, why are we yawning? We're both yawning at the same time. That's not <laughs> ideal. Can we time our yawns better, please? So unprofessional. <laughs> so unprofessional. So, uh, so back to our existing segments. Yes. Alex. Uh, we'll hit you with a random useless fact. So Woo. this is to use in everyday conversation as an icebreaker or a conversation starter or something like that. So today's random useless fact is there are 269 steps all the way to the top of the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Why anyone would want to go up there is beyond me. <laughs> <Too Yeah>. <laughs> well, <laughs> you guarantee that there has been someone yeah. who's like who's at the base of it. Yeah. trying to I don't not, think you can hear that. <laughs> not doing it in the picture that everyone takes when they yeah. go to the thing. Yeah. I swear, I, we, if we go there, we have to take some kind of ridiculous picture there. Yeah, they've already done that. I but know, um, I can imagine somebody like going up those stairs and then trying to tip it from the top. Just like, like come jumping, on, jumping come on. Up and, come on, guys, everyone together, go. On to this side. <laughs> then there's the all fall to the death. Like, yeah, we did it. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> uh, so we also have a new segment, which is our good news segment, because there's too much bad crap happening in the world, so we're trying to bring a little bit of good news into it. Yeah. So Maggie, do you want to take yeah. us through today's so, good news segment? Today's good news segment, which we um, actually alluded to in our previous episode, but it is that a species of lizard that was thought to be lost and extinct has been rediscovered, Woo. and it was lost in a shipwreck in 1823. Yeah, uh, it was discovered by a French... Um, biologist uh, Rene Lesser something like that uh, anyway um, he, he was trying to bring it across to France for further study and it, it was lost in a shipwreck uh, in 1823 um, thought to be completely extinct and then they recently rediscovered it Woo! on an island um, so yeah you never hear these things get mentioned in no, the news you don't get breaking news alerts about no, this right? I mean this is actually a pretty big, big thing you know, people are thinking like oh so what it's a lizard yeah but it's a Species, species that people that we thought didn't... was extinct in yeah. 1823. And we have all the technology in the world. We have satellites and everything and, and drones and stuff. And it's only just been rediscovered. Like, anyway, so that's our good it's new amazing. segment for today. We have another species of lizard in the world. Woo! Huzzah. If you don't like lizards, sorry. I don't care. So, thank you. <laughs> They're part of the circle of life. The circle, circle of life. Anyway, we were both so off key there, by the way. <laughs> so that wraps up today's discussion. <laughs> Thank you very much for listening. Eventually, we'll sort out Twitter, so you can hit us up on there. For now, you can find us on Facebook. Um, send us a message, give us a like, share us to your friends, because sharing is caring. And sharing is caring. The more of a community we have, the more stuff we can bring to you guys, and the more we can get you guys involved, which is always super fun. So, so, thank you very much for listening. I've been Alex. I've been Maggie. And this was Socially Calls. Bye. Bye.